Welcome to the Daily Sports Show Redo. I am your host, Tyler James. Here at the Redo, I've spent my time watching and listening to all the talking heads give their inflated takes on popular topics. Then I pick a few of those topics that I find good, bad, or just plain weird, and give them a redo by giving my take without the yelling, pandering, or trying to create a new hot take. Welcome back, everyone, from Christmas break. I had a good time. Hope you all had a good time. Without further ado, let's get into it. The hot topic right now, after Monday night's Monday Night Football game, is is Lamar Jackson the clear MVP? Well, according to the Vegas, he's got the best odds, so it's looking that way. It's only two games left. It's Monday night, obviously, game of the year, preview of Super Bowl, possibly. 49ers versus Ravens. It showed us a lot. And really didn't live up to the hype in the sense that it wasn't that close, epic game, but it was just a complete domination by the Raven defense and some uh, really good play from Lamar Jackson. Brock Purdy, you know, the former, you know, number one. Uh, MVP guy, yeah, he had four interceptions, took a hard hit, and got, you know, knocked out of the game, maybe got pulled out of the game at the end of that. Uh, Trenton Williams, there, you know, Hall of Fame left tackle. He was standing on the sideline a lot of the game. And, you know, Sam Darnold came in, threw a touchdown pass. You know, a little bit of a, ooh, what we got here? Is is this a foolproof system for the system quarterbacks? But now he goes down there, next drive, throws interception. So five turnovers for 49ers. This, this Raven defense, man, it was it's number one leak for a reason. And we saw it last night, just the way they completely overpowered the 49ers. And, of course, you know, Brock Purdy looked like a, a last pick in the draft type of guy. You know, you got to wonder about injuries now going forward. Like we'll see cuts coming week, but um, no people. It's a pretty mixed bag of reactions for people. Some are saying this is you know hands down, Lamar Jackson's the MVP now. He did it. He Brock Purdy. It was Brock Purdy's to lose, and he lost it. Just like it was Dax to lose when he played Buffalo, and he lost it. Now it's Lamar's to lose. But you know, that's some people's takes. Others, you know, they're just saying, hey, it really wasn't uh that's you know a signature game for Lamar he didn't really do anything too crazy like it was simple he could obviously the Ravens won because they their defense forced five turnovers I mean that's clear obviously I'd take away from Lamar Jackson who as you know a lot of points people make is he is so valuable for that team because every team has to Every defense has a scheme for him. You know, it's the only player where it's when he gets on the field, you know, it's you have to account for him the entire time. You have pass rushers who, instead of rushing the ball, they're sitting back more, being more of a QB spy. They're not doing that for other quarterbacks. This is true. But at the same time, you can't necessarily say he wins them games. And realistically, if you kind of, from what I've seen, you go back and look at the games this year, especially this defense wins a lot of those games for them. And he just, you know, he's, we want to, you know, going back to the Cam Newton topic, you know, 
game changers and game managers. You know, of course, he's the ultimate game changer in a sense that he, his highs are so high where he's throwing multiple touchdowns and running for multiple touchdowns, over 100 yards rushing. That's great and all. But if you look at their losses this year, even in even going to the last year before he got hurt, their losses come from when he, you know, turns the ball over. It's that high and low of a game changer where it's as high as his high, but as low as his lowest where he's throwing multiple interceptions and fumbling the ball, a lot of fumbles. You know, about 50% of them he recovers, the other 50% go the other way on top of interceptions. You know, one of the arguments people were making was he does not lose you games. Well, if you look at the three games they've lost this year, you can easily make that claim with, hey, you had three turnovers in this game, only put up, you know, 17 points. You're you're the reason why they lost when their defense is holding them to 19, the other team to 19 points. Uh, he's, for me, you know, like you look at the stats, the biggest thing people are, you know, saying he doesn't, he shouldn't get the MVP nod is because, you know, stats aren't, they don't jump off the page at you. Yes, he's the quarterback on the best team in the NFL right now. True to that. Is there a better player on his team individually? No. He's definitely the best player on his team. But as you can see, you know, from the stats, he's not, you know, he's not his 2019 year where he won the MVP where he had over 40, I think, total touchdowns. I think it was 50. He had 50, over 50 total touchdowns of everything. This year he has under under 20 passing touchdowns, I think, under 10 rushing touchdowns. So he's up there total touchdown-wise. But his passing yards aren't leading, doesn't have the most passing touchdowns, doesn't have the most passing in any category. And if you're going to win that award as a quarterback, you should be leading some kind of quarterback category besides rushing yards and rushing touchdowns, which I don't think he even has rushing touchdowns. That's Jalen Hurts with the tush push. And I mean, some good points that were brought up is they talk about touchdown share percentage, which a little out there stat, but you look at it and they talk how Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens, he only accounts for 55% of the touchdowns as opposed to someone like Josh Allen, who accounts for you know, either 83 or 85% of the touchdowns. So if Bill score touchdown, Josh Allen's either throwing the ball, run the ball in, or catching a pass of some sort. Like he's scoring all their touchdowns, while Lamar Jackson's not. It's just uh, overall, it's a down year for quarterbacks. That's why we're seeing these uh, okay stats. I mean, for the most part, like if you look at Dak and Purdy, you know their stats. Like those are MVP stats, but they just had you know those signature losses. Deck now two of them with the back-to-back losses to Buffalo and Miami. And you had Brock Purdy Monday night who just completely, you know, crapped the bed. And, you know, this obviously, you know, it's a it's mostly a quarterback award these days. So realistically, depending on what the last two weeks do, Lamar Jackson could get it and he probably will get it. You know, for me, I still think if Tyreek Hill is going to, he should get it. I mean, he's deaf. He's doing, he's almost at 2,000 yards. I'm not sure how much more he needs, but two weeks to do it, that shouldn't be too bad. Then they play the Ravens this week, so that'll be a tough one for him. But outstanding guy, a player. He's the driving force on that team. You know, Tua's 
Tua's Tua, you know. Obviously, without without Tyreek Hill, struggled a bit, but then again, still hit Jalen Waddle for a little, like, scored 30 points in the Jets. Grants the Jets, but it's a tough Jets defense. But what Tyreek Hill does and is doing stat-wise is incredible. Not only is he that obvious game-changer that was brought up before, but he's also got the stats to back it up, and especially in a year like this where quarterback play isn't where it's been the past couple of years to where it's the the clear front runners. I think it should go to him, but like I said, though, we have two weeks left. A lot of chances for people to get, get some redemption, maybe pad some stats. People are liking Josh Allen's a bit of a dark horse here because they're on a six-game win streak, I believe, or something like that. And, you know, if he can keep winning, keep getting those stats up there, he could theoretically pull it off. I don't know. I still have hope for Dak. I think he'd be great if he could just go out there and just light up the Lions, get a real signature game. They're at home, so it's possible. Uh, Tua, I don't really think that's a thing. They are one of the things that was talked about was how Lamar or Purdy leapfrogged Dak. Now, then Lamar leapfrogged Brock Purdy. Now, if Tua beats Lamar, they're saying he could leap leapfrog Lamar, which uh, I guess if that's how we're doing it, maybe. For me, though, it's just two weeks left, and this is like one of those seasons where it really does kind of come down to the last two weeks just because of a lot of, the, a lot of the variables. I'm talking about like you have the quarterback play, like stat-wise, how Brock Purdy and Dak are so you know, neck and neck. They're 1-2 on just about everything. But now they both lost so much, and the, and the way they've lost too isn't great for their overall, you know, MVP MVP resume. But they still got the stats to back it up. They still got a good record. You know, they it should probably go to someone who wins their division. So that's probably not going to be Dak. But ah, just it just feels dirty going to Lamar in the sense that his best categories is running, which is, you know, you're giving him credit for having more rushing yards than court, other quarterbacks. And it's like, that's not really their main focus. When, especially when these other quarterbacks are having 30 passing touchdowns and that's still more than his total touchdowns when you're combining his rushing. No, it's just, it's going to be a tough call. It's exciting to see because we've got two weeks left to see what actually comes of it. Cause you know, for the most part, besides, I was going to say Jalen Hurts, but he's kind of, I think he's pretty much out of the race now. But you know, there's not, each team or each player in their, in their team have a kind of at least one, maybe two tests left on their schedule, depending on which team. Like Dak's got the Lions, which would be, you know, if he can light them up and get a win for his team, that helps miles and miles and helps him by a mile. You know, Brock Purdy can bounce back, but then again, you know, maybe might expose them some more, especially if their left tackle is not going to be able to play as much. Maybe they might, because they already have their division clinched and all that. More than likely going to be the one seed, depending on what uh, Philly does. But I mean, they could rest their guys theoretically because they know, because they we, everyone knows that they they lose one person on that that Avenger style team, they kind of just turn into just a really bad product 
But we'll see. Two weeks left. Lamar Jackson's currently the Vegas favorite to win it. Let's see if that holds up. I'm going to take a little break. Let's get into it. Dallas in a must-win game this weekend against the Detroit Lions? I don't know. For the most part, it's a, it's a tough. It's like it is, it isn't in the grand scheme of things. Does it matter? No. But it's it would be nice to win a game against a team above 500 who's, winning their, who's won their division already. Who's really good, a really good run offense. Good quarterback with some good receivers. I mean, good tight end, Laporta. So, yes, winning would be good here, especially going into Washington the following week, who's a you know, a cupcake, whatever. So you go into the playoffs with a little bit of confidence. Saying, hey, we've done it, we can do it, we're on the road, but whatever. But they've They've already secured a spot in the playoffs. They're, you know, probably going to be the fifth seed. It's locked in for the most part. So, end of the day, it doesn't matter. They're a game behind Philly now. So, all they got to do is win out against the Cardinals and the Giants, and they'll get their two seed. So, just, it was a loss. It's a, it's a bad look. It's a bad narrative. You know, it's going to bother a lot of players because it's going to be just another Full week of the Cowboys are frauds, can't get it done, whatever. And that's going to lead up to them probably blowing out the commanders, feeling good about themselves, and going into the playoffs. So that's why it's uh, it's tough. Because they're going to be the fifth seed. They're going to play Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. That's fine. They should be Tampa Bay on, on paper, of course. But it will be a road game, and that's the story this year for them is they can't get down the road against teams that aren't terrible. It's just I, me personally. I think you need this win from a you know just from a fan perspective, an organization's perspective. It's like it's just you can't keep losing to good teams and then expect for you know a Super Bowl run. I mean, anything can happen in the playoffs. After once you make the playoffs, the races doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, if they beat the Lions and they beat the Commanders and then they go into Tampa Bay and they lose, no one's going to be like, oh, well, at least you know they beat the Lions in that week 17. So that kind of, no. You know, just as, you know, if they lose to the Lions and they lose to the Commanders, but they go on and win the Super Bowl, no one's going to be like, yeah, they won the Super Bowl. But those last two, three weeks, four weeks when they lost to the Bills, lost to the Dolphins, you know, no one's going to say that. No one's going to care. So they locked the fifth seat up already. You know, it's just they can go out there and work on playing the run. You know, work on some things that they can hopefully will translate into them being a better team. Uh, Lions, they have a top five rushing offense. So more than likely they're going to try to run it down their throat with Montgomery and their new rookie running back. So it's it's a good time to show the world that, hey, we can stop this run. It's not going to kill us the way it did in Buffalo. You know, they did decently well against Miami. I think they held them under 100 yards, but obviously that was just kind of a a gross game overall. 
Uh, also, a good time to work on not committing penalties. You know, the Cowboys are the most penalized team in the NFL, once again. You know, everyone says that's a result of bad coaching. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone, I've said it before, you know, at this point in the year, you kind of are who you are at this point. There's no real drastic changes you can really make. But if there's one you're going to make, it's, hey, don't commit personal fouls that are necessary. I mean, yeah, the one of Mike on Tua, that was kind of, that was wishy-washy, but avoidable. The one the week before against Buffalo, Josh Allen, once they held him, held him on the, the third down, avoidable. It's these, uh, you know, these uh, drive-extending penalties are killing the Cowboys, and they do it to themselves every year. It's insane to see how they can play so hard, but then they'll just do this stupid penalty for no reason. Like, what do you even, what's even the, the benefit here? Like, one of the plays, I think they scored out, that's what didn't end up mattering, mattering, but uh, Dak had a nice little breakout run, got the first down, but holding call, and it's just like, what are you doing? Uh, you know, must win. Like I said, I think it is in the sense, like, a, not for playoff seating, unless you know, Philly just starts really uh, really collapsing on itself like they almost did against the Giants the first time around. But it's just you need a good signature win to drive you into the playoffs because obviously the Philly win, now we're looking at like, oh, Philly's kind of a, an exposed fraud. So we'll see. That's all I got for you. Thanks for listening. And coming up this week, so I'm going to cover some topics such as Kevin Durant is unhappy with Phoenix. Not again. We've seen this story before. Also, the news I broke today, Russell Wilson benched for the rest of the season. What does that mean for him? This once Hall of Fame, you know, shoe-in quarterback, Super Bowl-winning quarterback. What does that do for his legacy? And where does he go next? You know, I'll definitely be covering these topics later this week. Thank you for joining me.